Hey everybody, uh, Luke here. Uh, I just wanted to do this real quick because uh, we used the H4N recorder to to record this entire episode, and so I don't know what happened, but some of the beginning got chopped off and we missed the intros. So real quick, uh, I'm on the episode, obviously, Luke Soyan, uh, and also Jojo Lewis is there, who's always on the show, and then uh, also the hilarious and amazing Mark Berg, uh, find us all on Twitter. We do our plugs at the end, so you can hear those. Uh, and please subscribe, listen, whatever. You tell your friends. And uh, also, we do spoilers for Batman, the whole Lego Batman movie. So uh, be aware of that. Thanks, guys, for listening. And here's the episode. I guess. I don't, my ice is all stuck together in the I'm freezer. I like that we just started the podcast and Mark's like, you know what? I'm going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm do. Right the the okay. ice is all stuck together. Am I right, fellas? Like when you're lonely and you're just looking at your ice late at night. I'm tired. <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll keep this brief. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Fuck. No. Uh, so yeah. What's up guys? Tell us how you're, no, I'm kidding. Um, we went to see Lego Batman last night. The Lego Batman movie. Yeah, it was, uh, it was delightful. As a first good Batman movie in like a long time. Well, I mean years wise, but at, well, I, I mean, guess there's I were... guess there's been two since the last really good one. Yeah. Because the Dark Knight is like the best one ever. No. Well, yeah, it's pretty good. I don't like the Tim Burton ones that oh, much. Hold on, you guys. Are we are we throwing Batman Forever onto that list? Because I would like to rank that in there. As a good one? Because I was not. I mean... <laughs> it was not a good I, one. I just want to talk about how shitty it is. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we were just saying... He was saying the first good one in a long time, and I was like, well, there's only been two movies since the last amazing one, so... Oh, okay, yeah. And even Dark Knight Rises is like a flawed film, but there's a it's lot of cool long. shit in it. But a lot of it's... A lot of it's terrible. Super dumb. Yeah. I, I'm weak in the mask, but you wouldn't punch there until the end of the movie. Oh, no, my... Yeah. Yeah, my whole thing was with the that. The made no sense either. Like, what the fuck is... I was mostly bothered by the fact that the first time Batman tries to fight Bane, he's like, I'm going to try and punch you. And Bane's like, well, I'll stop all of those. And then at the end, he's like, I'm going to try it again, but a little bit harder this Robin, time. Robin, you saw me do push-ups, right? Yeah. yeah. Clearly, I'm stronger now. I'm I doing did, push-ups I climbed out of a hole, so I, now my spirit is stronger. I did so some pull-ups. Stupid. I did, I did kind of like that he just, like, out in the open, he's, like, fighting him. But I kind of wish it was oh, but, more okay. kung fu and jumpy and stuff. But then what about, like, I have this note that, that says, uh, uh, Harvey Dent's a bad dude. No one questions the note, especially which you would, you would think they would because a supervillain is telling it to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So dumb. I, no. the one thing, I feel like I was talking about this with you yesterday, JoJo, but... Like, we were talking about the Nolans and how they're weirdly not specific about stuff. Was that you I was talking about? Possibly. Yeah, we talked about Batman movies. Yeah, because, like, like the Bane thing, it, they, they sort of talk about how his mask is because he got hurt. But then they never say, like, what he has and what the drug is that keeps him alive. Like, they yeah, just, they, they just, it's like, so yeah, vague. Like he can't breathe or something. Yeah, it's a respirator and he yeah. needs help breathing. Yeah, and it's almost like, I know you're going for your own Nolan-verse version, but, like, why not just give him the steroids and shit? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, it's okay they don't have... I mean, that I didn't... I wasn't bothered that he didn't use steroids. I was bothered that it was, like, a not-super-great movie. 
Yeah. yeah. It was too long, too. It should have been two movies. There wasn't enough Batman in it, either. There's, no. There's no. Yeah. There's, like, 12 full minutes of Batman. The whole, like, the first part of the movie is idiotic, where it's like, Batman has been... Uh, so broken by trying to walk in the dark side for so long that he hasn't been Batman for 12 years and it's like what the fuck is happening in this stupid movie I like that he's so broken up about Rachel who in the two movies before like they sort of set her up but like I don't believe that he was like he's gonna go into be a recluse because she died you know like I, I just like the fact that Thomas Lennon was his doctor yeah, was about, yeah. <laughs> that was about it and also that like oh he's got all these horrible injuries but then he could just put on a knee brace on, and he's Batman. Like <laughs> no PT, he's just it's just a super knee brace. And he he kicks that wall, and like yeah, that okay, would break your foot. Exactly, oh, yeah. his foot would be broken on the bricks. Yeah. his shoes were just like rubber shoes, like they're not. I think they're yeah. like, didn't he kick it with like bare feet? I think he was wearing shoes. I don't you think forget he, was. he has a ninja upbringing. We'll have to turn. We'll have to watch it after this. No, we watch won't. I'm not movie. watching that stupid. <laughs> no, I just didn't like the fact that the movie was so long and like it felt like it was building forever. And then the last 15 minutes were like, here's everything, and it was just rushed. In the editing, the po- okay. So the police were just trapped in tunnels for months, like six months, months, and they never tried to get out. And they we were, were passing all notes and trying to figure out when it was that the right was time. So, that is so fucking stupid. That I know. was dumb. See, that's why, like, if it was, like, two movies. Was, like, 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 a point <laughs> of suspension. Like, we're going to make a realistic Batman. You fucking blew it because there's no <laughs> way that would happen. Well, yeah, it was like if they stopped the movie, like, right when Bane took over Gotham. And they stopped it there, and like it, like the net, like a year later, it's like the other half of the movie where it's like Bruce Wayne is in the jail and he's getting strong. He's getting, but then we're gonna cut to like there's an hour of just like this is what the people in Gotham have to fucking deal with now. So dumb. That would have been better. That would have like explained a lot more. What's another bad thing about Nolan movies sometimes is that, and I say they because we're talking about Chris and John Nolan, your brothers. <laughs> but but here's the thing, like. That, again, with the non-specificity is, like, they never tell you how long it's been. They just go, oh, it's snowy now, so it's different. Yeah. You're supposed to assume, like, <laughs> Time been... has passed. Yeah, but they don't tell you how much, so you can never question. It's almost like they were trying to fight against any it sort least, of well, it scrutiny. It was a couple but... months because they were just like, the bomb can only exist for this long before it blows up. Yeah, but he had to have enough time to go halfway across the world to who knows where. Because, again, they don't tell you how where that place back? is. They never told you how he got back, either. It was just like... He's Batman's Batman. back. It was like, wait, but but how? Like, did he's he... resourseful. But like, I was... he has an Amex card. I, I would have assumed that Batman, like, you know, even it would have taken him like another a solid like couple weeks to get back after that to like arrange flights back. Well, and... when he left sure, where like, he was, when there he was no out snow. Of the tunnel to the right, there's just like like a Greyhound bus station. There's just a guy out there with a Batman like a sign that says Batman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a chauffeur. It's not even Alfred either. It's just some guy. So like, yeah, I heard. <laughs> I like I like too that, and I mean I'm not the first person to complain about this, but how he there's like time is ticking, but he spends like however long it takes to paint gasoline onto the bridge to light a bad signal on yes. fire. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, and then my my least favorite part, the part that ruined it for me, where like I can still watch, like I'll watch it, and there's parts I like, but the thing that really ruins the movie for me story-wise or whatever is at the end they have this awful editing where batman's flying the bat the the bat away with the bomb and then they cut to his face and then they cut to it flying away and then it blows up and you're like and then then you're supposed to you're led to believe that like he, he somehow got away yeah 
But then it's not concrete either because they say like that's Alfred's weird fantasy that he will see him there someday with a girl. In the movie. And yeah, and then and then it's like so is this actually what happened or is Alfred senile? And then on top of that's that, that's actually what happened. Yeah, but I know, like, they but it's like they make the it that... feel like it might not be. Yeah, like it was Alfred's like dream coming true that oh. like Bruce and... like was a regular person. I, got, now. I, I just thought like yeah, in my head I was like. Yeah, I would believe that maybe it was fake, like maybe he was hallucinating, if in this movie, in series, they set up that that was a thing you should be aware of. Right. Yeah. But but my problem with it is that the editing is so bad that it's like they were trying to use the editing to make you think he died, but instead it just looks really bad because the way they shoot it is like, here's Batman, ten seconds later, bomb. And like, even if he had di- dove, do- I almost said divin or dovin, even if he had dove out of the bat... Like right there, the fucking explosion would still kill him, and the radiation would give him also, cancer. Also, Batman. Also, depending on yeah, how high but... he jumped from, could just kill him He's too. He's a superhero. He's got the wings, though. He can always fly. Oh, and fair fly point. down. Fair yeah. point. So that's okay. We've established the wings. Okay. Yeah. But the radiation. So like, then then maybe that like happy scene is just well. Twelve months later, he got horrible cancer and died. <laughs> like he was just hallucinating. But there was a part where they were talking about, like, yeah, um, Batman, fi- or Bruce Wayne fixed the thing to, to remote pilot the plane. But there was, there was a whole scene. Yeah, that. no. Yeah, that, but that's yeah. the problem with the editing again is because it's like, just show it. Like, why are you trying to trying play to tricks on it. us in the last minute? No, well, the point it's is devil's the advocate. Bad. I get it. It's a bad movie. Yeah. It's poorly shot. And it's it's bad. Tommy Lee Jones was a great two face, you guys. That's great. <laughs> love, love Tommy. Tommy Jones. Lee Jones forever. Yeah. Batman. TLJ. Forever, comma Batman. Yeah. So Batman, Lego Batman. Lego Batman was good. How much time did we just spend talking about the other one? Five minutes, six minutes, nine and a half minutes. Nine and a half minutes. Okay, Fuck there we go. The Dark Knight Rises. That movie sucked. Lego Batman movie, however, hilarious. It's really funny. It's it's visually brilliant. I can't remember any of the jokes right now. I hate that I do. Like, I need to watch it a couple so the, times. So the start of the movie is... Uh, okay, so Will Arnett is Batman. Right. He's basically reprising the same Batman that was in... Uh, the Lego movie. The Lego movie. Yeah. And it's funny because it starts the black screen. He's like, black. Yeah. All important movies start with black. It's kind of weird how... And there's weird orchestral music that freaks out. And cool music. logos. But here's the thing, like, he does that for the first 15 minutes, like, for that opening, like, establishing the world, and that he's amazing, and he's Batman, and then, like, the rest of the movie, there's none of that. Did you think that was weird? No. Like, there was commentary about what movies are, and then all of a sudden it just stops, and then it's a movie. Yeah. You gotta start sometime. That, that, that... That didn't bother me at all. That was well, it just didn't like, bother. It was just weird to me. I guess uh, I don't know. I thought yeah. he like at least bookended at the end. Like have him. Well, he did kind of say he white. Bookended at white. All important movies end with a white. Screen. <laughs> yeah. And pop music that makes studio exist. Like that was the like he bookended. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I guess like I the yeah I don't know. I thought more of the movie would have like this is the part of the movie where all the characters are in the deepest. Oh, uh, like you know, like the end of the second act. exposition throughout the movie. Yeah, like okay. he was he was just kind of like that super meta. Like I'm gonna talk about what's happening as it's yeah. happening so the so it's the movie starts with uh there's a air there's a plane called mcguffin airlines yeah and it's filled with bombs <laughs> i like that they, they scroll through the bombs and they're just like we have 500 sticks of dynamite and a bunch of cartoon looking bombs and then <laughs> and then so and then they're like we're gonna fly over gotham the most criminally insane city in the world is that a problem and everyone in the air traffic control tower is like 
I'm just looking at all you guys before I talk. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I need to go watch this movie. And so the, the we didn't need to go through the whole. The, jo- the Joker, the Joker attacks it, and all the villains attack. There's a part yeah. in this movie where the Joker lists all the villains that are helping, and he lists super D list every villain he can think of, and then including one, Condiment Man, which and, is amazing. And one of the people is like, none of those are real. He's like, yeah, there are. Google Batman villains. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, I'm the worst one. And it's Zach Galifianakis playing the Joker, which is okay. pretty great. I would have thought, thought they would have was... tried to get Mark Hamill. No, no, no. Oh. They, wanted, they wanted to create a unique experience. I didn't love him as... Like, I don't I don't know. And I, I liked it when I saw the movie, but I was just... When I saw the trailers, I was feeling like, this doesn't sound like Joker. It doesn't look... I mean, it looks but like that, it, but it's like... But that might be a good for a Lego. Lego. Yeah, I know. So I no, and it, it works. <laughs> it totally works, but just... You know, but I think they—I think that choosing Zach Galifianakis was a pretty inspired choice because, as an actor, he commonly plays roles where he's like, "Why can't we be friends, bro?" Yeah, that's that's in every movie with Zach Galifianakis, and that's, that's sort of the—that's like, the Joker's friends. like plot line in this movie is. Yeah, so the whole—the first part of this movie is. Also, um, by the way, spoilers for all of this movie. Yeah. So if you're listening and you want to see it and you're hearing too much, stop now and go watch it and then come back. <laughs> So the, the first part of the movie is he, he spoils the Joker's plan, and the Joker's like, and say it, say that you hate me, and Batman's <laughs> like, I, you mean nothing to me, and he's saying the yeah. same thing, like, if you, like, it's the kind of thing where in a relationship movie, it's like a yeah. breakup speech, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. focused just on Joker's face, <laughs> and but he's the Joker's saying, asking you're him, not my worst enemy. <laughs> he's like trying to, it's like, it's like when the girlfriend, or the, or the guy, either way, they're like, I love you, and then the other person won't say it back, it's the same. And, but secretly, they like, they don't they don't care and it's really one-sided yeah except batman really does hate him yeah but we find that out later yeah. i mean it takes him the whole movie i actually was really i was pretty impressed with like like it wasn't easy for him like it was almost kind of realistic the way like <coughs> even when he finally like he had a chance to like change his mind and get help and like like to accept help from his friends and all that stuff and and he was still so, like there was like three times where he was like no I can't bend I'm Batman. So in in this movie the whole what's interesting about the Lego Batman movie is they actually deal with one of the themes of the Batman comic which is like oh he uh, he his life is very empty because all he is is the Batman he has no family yeah and so in the movie what happens is it's about Batman getting over being afraid of having a family. Yeah, which makes sense because it's like he's secret, like deep down worried he'll lose them just like he lost his parents. Mm. Yeah, and so and in the movie, like he adopts Dick Grayson, like Michael Sarah, which is he's hilarious. Uh, he it. adopts he adopts him on accident. Yeah, because he's just <laughs> being a dick. Like he's checking out Barbara Gordon when he first sees her, and then Dick walks up to him and he's like, "Hey, uh, can I be your your orphan son?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." <laughs> and he just yeah. basically like says yes to him. He's looking at Barbara Gordon. And he's like, "Man, she is." Yeah, and then the rest of the movie, he doesn't try to hit on her. I mean, he kind of does, but like when they're fighting at the end, he like yeah, she catches stri- him. You're a strictly platonic friend. Yeah, so we get a knife to cut through all this tension. And she yeah. just drops him. Yeah. That good. <laughs> um, so, but what's interesting is uh, they. I think what's interesting about this movie is it tried to take those parts of Batman that they've been emphasizing in other movies, and it used them. It basically showed this is what happens when, like, an actual, like, a character who grows and develops deals with that. Because, I mean, it sounds weird, but the Batman costume in this one is, like, the Affleck Batman. You know that because the eyes glow. Like, they glow blue. No, his eyes didn't glow. Yeah, they did. 
Not the whole time. Yeah, they did. No. You're wrong. I will bet you money right now. Yeah, all right, look it up. Okay. Googling. Keep talking. In process. So, uh, so yeah, so they, it's like, and the emphasis is like, oh, Batman can do anything, and he's super tough, and there are these long sequences of him beating the shit out of tons of villains. Uh, and then on top of that, they go like, well, if he was an actual... Person. That's only when he's in the armor. Yeah, though. when he's in the armor. Not when, when he's not in the armor. He doesn't have glowy yeah. eyes. That's. I should have put oh, a is money. Is that what you meant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he's not wearing the yeah. armor the whole time. He's wearing. He's actually wearing. It's all black. It's more like the Tim Burton version, if anything. What in the, well, in not in Lego Batman. Lego Batman, he has the armor hat the whole time. Oh, okay. Well, that's because he's a Lego. Like he. Like how else would you do it? I don't know. I, didn't I mean, the bald the bald guys had a bald cap on. I did you know, not. Like, I was not in. I was not in the production meeting to decide what Lego Batman's costume was going to be. Should have been. But I do know that no, that was you an mean on the toy decision. the toy room where they designed it as a Lego. Yeah, but I, that's an on purpose decision to be like, oh look, this later. is like the this is like the Batman v. This is to make you think of Batman v Superman. Why would you want to think about that movie? Because that's the point. They're taking all these Synerg- aspects corporate of, synergy. The, of the Batman series that are like, this is what people have been emphasizing, is this kind of shit. Wow. And it's not important. It's not yeah. even relevant to what makes Batman an interesting character. So Yeah, but this... Okay, so my thing was that I would say... Because he did like this goggles thing, and that reminded me more of his his cowl in uh, The Dark Knight when he does all that crazy sonar shit. Yeah. That's... It was more like that. Because to me, like... And I mean, I don't know. We can disagree. It doesn't matter, because... There's an answer, but we're not going to get it because we don't know the production, the people who made it. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, Good old Batfleck. There, there was a there's a part in the movie where they're like they're going through like all the different experiences Batman has had, where he's like he hasn't really changed that much. Mm-hmm. And they they basically made Lego mock-ups of every poster of every Batman movie. Oh, thank God. That's ever come out. Except for I, the, except for the '60s Batman. Yeah, where that it was part just was like a cut. Of. It was straight up Adam West like dancing. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I love that Adam West is totally down and, to make like, fun of him. But himself. it looks so cool. Like they show like um what, like the the poster for Dark Knight Rises with them looking off in the distance. They show one for um the Dark Knight. They show one for Begins. They did oh, okay. one for. Oh, but by the way, series. without the without the suit on, his eyes are not glowing in BVS. Yeah, we we all agreed to that already. Yeah, we're oh. done with that part of the conversation. Um, I was hoping I cannot let anything go. When you were saying that he was like replacing all the bad, I I thought you were about to say like, yeah, they show like the six different times his parents were killed in that alleyway. (laughs) That's that's, yeah. They don't show his parents dying. Well, that's like they they just show a picture, so you get the idea, but they they don't. They don't don't insult you by thinking you don't know who Batman is. No, I just love that in like the past six movies, it's like you have to watch his parents die again. But but so they they take all those elements. They're like, here's this person who's uh, he's unbeatable. He fights all the villains and everything, but he. Zero family connections. He has no interpersonal connections at all. And the point is of the movie is it's like, look, in an effort to try to be that person, he develops interpersonal connections that are actually meaningful. Even and with grows, Alfred, who yeah, he should have a connection already, and he doesn't. He and that never him like makes sense. Dick. That's yeah. one thing that never really makes sense. He's like, he doesn't seem to really give a shit about Alfred. You mean in in this movie it didn't make sense? He, yeah, well, no, in any of the Batman. He movies. doesn't appreciate uh, yeah, he doesn't how much appreciate Alfred, Alfred does. Alfred does a lot. He doesn't listen to Alfred's advice. He doesn't do what Alfred says. He's like, Alfred, you're wrong. I must defend the city. I've always been taught when Michael Caine recommends something, you do it. And then there's that. There's he, a he's a little bit better in the 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 Nolan movies. And like he respects him. Yeah, he does for the most part. But, but, but what's the start of uh, the Dark Knight Rises? Is he's like, uh, yeah. So you never listen to me, so I quit. Yeah. 
that's that's the start of the movie. Yeah, well, that's like an hour and a half in because yeah. it's way too long. But yeah. Um, and then <laughs> and then there's a part where Barbara Gordon comes in and is like, Batman defends the city. Every villain is uh, is loose. <laughs> yeah. Like we are the most crime-ridden city in the world. <laughs> Shouldn't we have solved that by now with Batman? Well, see, in this movie, oh, kind of doesn't go into any like they don't. They have Arkham Asylum, but they don't have that. Like they don't use that trope that other Batman movies and shows and comics do, where he puts them away and then they just get out because yeah. Arkham sucks. In this yeah, movie, you know, they're I, just saying he lets them go all the time instead I, of putting them in I Arkham. I was just wondering about that. I was like, didn't it seem like a bad idea to put every supervillain in the same detention center? Yeah. yeah. Like, doesn't that seem like, hey, a lot of people might try and get in here too. Yeah, so they, they took all those those aspects of the Batman movie, or just the Batman in general, that are like, oh, this is a, this is kind of a big plot hole. This doesn't make sense. And yeah. It's like, we're going to take all that stuff we're going to show it the way that you guys think about it. And address and, it. And, and act and deal with it. Yeah. And like, this is this is what it would be like. And the only thing that really matters is, like, well, because of that stuff, it doesn't make sense for for Batman to stay exactly the same. Yeah. Which he does. In every Batman movie, he stays exactly the same. Except for this one. In this one, he actually becomes a more caring person and decides to let people into his life, which is interesting. No one, no other Batman movies do that. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if they do a sequel, if, like, they just have him revert back to that for no reason. They, you know, almost, like just... they almost do that in Batman and Robin. Almost. Way back in the... In the, the one with, with Mr. Freeze and 1997, I think. Oh, and God. what's his name? I can never remember. Bane? Chris O'Donnell. Oh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah. Bane's in that movie. Alicia Ivy Silverstone. Movie. Yeah, like, like they're, at the end, like it kind of was like, hey, like, for and, the last three movies, Batman was a loner, and now he's got two partners. If, if eh. And if you're going to have bat nipples on the male <laughs> costumes, why not the female? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, so, he, so um, Dick Grayson becomes his friend. Or his like he adopts him and he becomes. Uh, it's so great. There's a part where they're trying to pick out costumes. And yeah. He has all these bad costumes. Like, what's this one? Oh, that's reggae, man. And he's like, I like it. I can be Robin. That's the name you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, the, and the suit has pants, and he's like, I can't really move in these. So he rips the pants off. He's like, perfect. And Batman's like embarrassed. <laughs> so he can't look at you right now. But yeah, there's this like, movie sounds fantastic. There's a weirdly, a, it's like, it's a kind of adult, I mean, not adult in a gross, Dude, not, not in a mean way, but just, or, or not not adult, like, content-wise, but just, like, like Dude, the level I've, of story. I've always wondered, like, who these people are that write these movies, because, like, even with a lot of the Pixar movies that I've seen, I'm like, how is this entertaining me? Like, this should be a kid's movie, but they're writing jokes that, like... Go through it's the ages. They're good writers. Exactly. That's what I'm. But it's like it's amazing to me that like we're gonna make it fun for kids, but also like like the jokes are deeper than like the kids think it is. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like the story of like I mean, it's like he's like putting this Robin kid into a dangerous situation just for his own gain, and it's like that's like a that's in a in, a, in an adult movie. They put this in the kids movie, and you're just like I mean, it, there's like real character flaws and development. It's not just like you're right. It's no. it's a legit like this could have been a Pixar movie and you wouldn't have known except that it's Lego and it looks Lego and it's by Warner yeah. Brothers. So that was very impressive to me. <laughs> yeah, and there's it's like uh, as the movie goes on, like there's a there's an overarching plot of like the Joker wants to get sent to the Phantom Zone. 
Because he wants to prove to Batman how bad he is. Yeah, he wants he's, he wants to yeah wants to get the worst villains to destroy Gotham. <laughs> so he can go. <laughs> so he goes to the but here's and, what's and great. What I thought is it was going to be all the worst DC villains, but, but really it's like it's the all the villains from like Warner Brothers properties are in the family. Oh, of course. So, 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 so Sauron's in there, Voldemort's in there. The Gremlins from the films Gremlins. The Kraken from the Kraken, Rath, Gre- King uh, Kong. Clash of the Titans. Uh, oh, this is great. And and the Wicked Witch. Yeah. The Flying Monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. Do they own the rights? To- yeah, they do own Mortal they Kombat. Own, yeah. yeah well, they, they, didn't, they didn't have any Mortal Kombat guys. I don't think. They had the Daleks from uh, Doctor Who. Yeah, and they never called them that. They just said angry alien Maybe, robots yeah, or something. Robots. They might not have been able to get the rights. Yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. said they would say like, what do they say? Exterminate. Ex- yeah, exterminate. Like they said it the exact same way. Yeah. And and so he like he gets sent into the the Joker gets sent to the Phantom Zone. And then Ellie Kemper plays a really delightful little like Lego block brick with like little lights on it. As like the talks. guardian of the Phantom Zone. Yeah. And then uh, and so she uses she sends like so Joker takes all those villains back out into the world. Because Harley Quinn takes the Phantom Zone projector and opens it back up, and, and so oh, they, okay, assault yeah. the, they assault the the city. So Batman has to team up with Dick Grayson, Barbara Gordon, right. Alfred, and he has to like let them into and his life. And Alfred becomes some kind of weird like cop Batman. Like his costume was it was cool. He's like a mod Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think that actually happened in a comic where he has like a really. Movie. I can't. Don't quote me on this, but I somehow remember him being in like a mechanical Batman suit. They had well, Jim Gordon was in one recently where maybe that he was, was it. he was like in a robot suit. Yeah, well, that might be what I was thinking. Alfred I just thought old a, white guy in a Batman suit. Alfred yeah. in this one he wasn't in a mechanical suit. He was just like he yeah. just had a mod. Style. He just okay. kicked ass. And it, this was weird. So they have Voldemort in this movie, and they have Ray Fiennes who plays Voldemort in Harry Potter movies. He's playing Alfred, and then Voldemort is played by Eddie Izzard. Which was super great. <laughs> but it, it was great, but I, I would like, imagine Eddie Izzard would be I a was good just Voldemort. Like, you could have saved money or just paid him a little more and had him do both. Like, I don't I'm know sure why. They, they, uh, I'm sure they wanted to make their own universe from uh, it. Uh, Jermaine Clement from uh, Flight of the Concords played Sauron. Really? Sauron, yeah. Sauron, it was yeah. hilarious. Really? It was so great. He nailed it. And then they're like, Doug wait, Benson. Sauron, wait, Sauron, like. The eye, the giant eye. He, is he just the eye or is yeah, he actually like physical it's Sauron? Just the eye. No, it's, <laughs> the it's, eye tower. it's the tower. Yeah. It like ro- goes through the water and it's just somehow it stands it's there. Awesome. And then you, they, they it's, the the cast is really cool. Like they go deep. Like Bane is Doug Benson. And, oh, of and course. Bane, because on his podcast, yeah, he's been doing the course. voice for so long. Oh. Somehow he got the and part. Bane, Please tell me he plays Bane or Lincoln. That's no, a just, game they play on Doug Loves Movies where no, they'll read an no. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, oh that's yeah. from like two years ago. But what yeah, he does, it's still funny to me. <laughs> that's he, a does, deep he does cut. like he does the the Tom Hardy Bane impression, which is delightful. And I'm Bane. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, that's, he does that on his show it's all so the time. Good. Jason Manzukis plays. I forget. I, I looked up. So there's a bunch of really cool co- comedians and actors, and then like they have Channing Tatum back as Superman and Jonah Hill as uh, Green Lantern. Adam Devine was the Flash. Yeah. I forget who Wonder Woman was. I don't know if Wonder Woman said anything. Hold on. Rosario Dawson plays uh, Catwoman. I mean, Barbara sorry, Gordon. Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Lego Batgirl. Batman. Oh, uh, Catwoman had a really great like when they introduce her. And she's like, meow, meow, I got this, meow, meow. Because like, it reminded us of our friend Melissa McGillicuddy, who says, meow, all the time. So let's see. Yeah. So, yeah, so. That's the, so, Raphine's is Alfred. Right, yeah. And so oh, the, Jenny Slate was Harley Quinn. Oh, God, was, she's great. She was great as Harley Quinn. Jason May, oh, yeah, Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. He was, okay. Conan, Conan O'Brien. O'Brien's the Riddler. A lot of these characters have, like, three lines, though, so. Billy Dee Williams is in it? Yeah, he played two that's, face, I guess. He was, um, oh, shit, I think it's in. 
Oh, Kate Micucci was Clayface, which is so that was weird. Crazy. Yeah. Oh no, no. So like, this is I didn't re- I forgot Billy D. Williams is Harvey Dent in the original Dark Knight or the Batman Return. No, in Batman, the, the second one. No, the Tim Burton one. I oh, guess really? I think he's in this, yeah, he's yeah. he did yeah, too. he's the one who like rings in like yeah, if you watch him, yeah, he's in a couple scenes as That's Harvey awesome. Dent. That's yeah. so but cool. then it, it's not until Batman Forever that they change it to Tommy Lee Jones. That sucks. And yeah. But so um So yeah, so in the so he gets all the Warner Brothers villains. Clayface was in the movie? Yep. Jesus yeah, and it's just Christ, like a bunch. He's like a pile of brown. You've got to be a pile parts. of brown bricks that all come together. <laughs> you got to be yeah. shitting me. Though. Seth Green was King Kong. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember him talking though. Like he, he barely bored. said anything. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, Channing Tatum. That Superman, makes me wonder, like, why did they cast? Like, okay, this is a weird thing. So, like, the Transformers movies, they were like, we'll have the original Optimus Prime guy, and then everyone else will be like random people you've never heard of playing these Autobots. But then the Lego movie, we're going to have Conan O'Brien play the Riddler for, like, two lines. We're going to get Eddie is like... Chris Hardwick's in the movie? Oh, yeah, he's a reporter. I, I could tell, like, when he talked, I was like, that's Chris Hardwick. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So it's a, very, a lot of very, like, fun cameo type. Oh, yeah, I cool, can tell. There's cool a lot characters. of people in this movie. I think my favorite is Doug Benson, just because that's... Like, he doesn't do a lot of movie stuff, and it's kind of cool that he actually got to do he, that. He was in the one scene of How I Met Your Mother that I actually laughed at. <laughs> Oh, the show? Yeah, I, I don't like that show. Oh. I don't care for it, but the scene with him, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm okay with you yeah. not liking it. It's okay. You were saying I, it like we were going to... No, I understand that people like you. it, I just don't care for it. Anyway. Was the, was the scientist... Because in the movie, there's like a scientist guy who's basically like, our city of Gotham is built on two pieces, two planks of wood. And oh, yeah. Was that Neil deGrasse Tyson? It oh, wasn't. Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's like... That looks like it's supposed to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. It might have been. But he's well, a busy racist, guy. He is but, uh... busy. Guy. So, <laughs> so in the movie, what happens is, uh, like, they they're assaulting the city, and then Batman has to team up with his friends and all the villains to help fight. Yeah, uh, he gets Warner gets... Brothers bad guys, and the city falls apart. Okay. And then in order to fix the city, they all they do this thing where they all stand on top of each other. Like, he would stick Lego guys foot to head, foot to head. Yeah. And then everyone in the Lego city does that, and they grab each other, and they're able to pull the city back together, and, and it just snaps together. That's it's not, it's not Neil deGrasse okay. Tyson. Oh, it isn't? Uh, uh, I just did Control-F on the entire cast screen. Uh, I'm just trying to see. Um, okay. There's some additional voices, so it could be any of them. Yeah. But I'm not seeing any but, scientist guy. Yeah, label. they they do. They have to hold together, and then they use their abs. Yeah, it's like use the power of your abs to hold the city and together. It, it's literally like five strings of people, and they just yank the city back together. And it just snaps together <laughs> like instantly. The like, is even a struggle. Yeah, like a Lego brick clicking together. Yeah, oh, okay. it was so cool. And uh, and it ends with uh, not it ends, but like Batman finally goes to the Joker. He's like, I really hate you, and then Joker's like, I hate you more. No, I hate you more. <laughs> Yeah, it was really cute. I hate you forever. It was really great. I hate you forever. Yeah. And I I don't do you think they'll make another one? I don't I'm, know if they have to. They're they're probably going to let their Lego universe expand a bit and then might revisit it. The, the next, knowing the Legos. Next Lego movie they're doing is Ninjago. And and that sounded stupid. Hilarious. Yeah, but it was it looked amazing. I can't wait for that. That's yeah. the thing that I like even like I love Legos ever since I was a kid. But like I've always seen them like they'll do their thing like we're gonna move to other stuff and then like twenty years down the line like let's let's try again and see the, if we can do it better. The vibe of this uh, the vibe of this movie and of the Lego movie the first one. Um, I still haven't seen and that. Of, and of just of the preview for Ninjago is it's like if you're an adult and you play with Legos like yeah this is the kind of sense of, this is almost like. They captured, like, this is the sense of humor of someone who would enjoy Legos. It's, right. It's, you enjoy cool pop culture shit. But it's which like. Is what this movie is. That's what yeah. we were saying last night is that it's like a. Like, I, it was like. It's like a kid playing with the Legos. It's like, 
you wouldn't just play with Batman, you would play with your other Legos. So that's why there's like Sauron and King Kong and like Voldemort, because it's like, ah, I don't care, I'm a little kid. Like, yeah. when you play with your action yeah. figures, you'd have Ninja Turtles fight Transformers all the time. Oh, yeah. Ninja Turtles always won. But... So, like, and then yeah, you build these crazy contraptions. Like, even in this movie, which isn't, like, they never say, like, we're a Lego movie. In, like, the characters never say it, but there's a few times where they sit there and they, they like, build something really quick oh, to yeah, get yeah, away. There's a part where they're falling into a cliff. Yeah. And, a cliff and Batman's like, throw me bricks, all the bricks you can. And he yeah. like, a bat machine to fly. And that, okay. that, that like, vehicle that turned into a bat but also was, like, a, a walking, like, cat yeah. monster or something, that thing was really cool. That was really cool. It had, like, these weird extendy arms. I kind of, like, if they sell that, I want to buy it. Dude, I was always surprised. Did you guys ever try, like, when you got a Lego set and you could flip the box over and, like, what and else you can make? And I was like, yeah, I was trying. I was like, "Who figured this out?" Like they hired some guy who, who like loved doing acid. I always like, got upset. You, you guys, but built this all wrong. I got upset that they would never include the instructions for that because I, I was you like, can I look can't them up figure on, it out. Now apparently you can look a lot of them up online. Well, sure, but back, but yeah, when, back then in the we 90s, didn't have that option. When I was like four, I wasn't gonna ask Jeeves how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. I'm gonna check out all these Batman toys. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's interesting that, like, it's, the movie's really funny, and it does a lot of stuff to, like, the Batman series that I think fixes it. Yeah. Like, the, like, okay, so when they open the Phantom Zone... Oh, the Scuttler! It's $80. Oh, you should get it. Uh, you could build it. Luke, I'll, I'll build the Batcave Escape. I'll, I'll get that one. So, um, Wow, they're getting so advanced! Yeah, they're awesome. It, guys, Google the Scuttler, like, S-C-U-T-T-L-E-R. Because the, the thing in this movie is it's like, it looks practical. Yeah, that's what we were saying too. It's like, and it's hard, we're not sure, like you were saying you think it's all like photographed, but I mean, some of it's CGI for sure. Some of it's CGI, but... Oh, I'm you sh- think they do frame-by-frame shots of like actual They definitely Legos? do. Damn. Either that or it's just really good. They but might looks... do that and put CGI over it to like finish the rendering and everything yeah. and make it look really crisp. There's some stuff with the lighting in it that yeah. like, there's no way, like CG isn't good it, enough. It's yeah. really beautiful, like they really... Like, when I first heard they were making a Lego movie, I was like, how is this going to look? And when they first showed, like, the trailer, I was like, this looks really cool, and it has its own unique vibe that feels cinematic. Yeah. But in a leg, it's like, oh, it's so good, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, the, the you, you watch the movie, and you're like, some of that's CG, but then there's parts when they're, like, they're in the Batcave, and you're like... This looks crazy huge. There's no way someone could make this. But then you're like... Oh my god, his face. Maybe they did. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if they sell different heads so you can like have them do different expressions. I'm sure different sets have different faces. Well, lately yeah. with Legos, you just turn the head and it has a different expression. Wow. Oh. oh, yeah, because a lot of them have wigs and stuff now. Yeah. Uh, I missed it when like like you were lucky if you could like your favorite Lego got the motorcycle helmet because yeah. he was a badass. Or well, like maybe the Viking helmet. The one thing I thought was cool about the movie that like the the, the when they open the Phantom Zone, it shoots a rain in the sky. That's the same color as the ring in the end of Suicide Squad. And I, I was same color palette and everything. But yeah. they didn't That's comment. The Suicide Squad circle. I thought they were. I forget what you said, but I, I was like, I wish they would have commented on how stupid it is that every movie has a thing in the sky. Yeah. And they didn't do that. They just did it. Yeah, I don't think they were trying to be that meta, but at mm. the very least, they were trying to acknowledge, like, do you remember this from Suicide Squad? We're definitely doing that. In our you, movie. you know what else they did though that was really funny. And I wonder, like, if if Robert Downey Jr. has said anything about this. Oh, the the, the passcode to get into the Batcave is Iron Man sucks. Iron Man sucks. Oh, I thought it was. Gonna and they like do Jarvis. it like three times, yeah. or two times at least. That's funny. Just funny. Well, so, it's, it makes sense though because it's like Iron Man is the Batman analog. Yeah. yeah. 
No, which is awesome. And yeah. you know what's funny is it. the other Batman analog is the Green Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> In the same universe. Yeah. It's like, oh, what if he decided that arrows were the technology to invest in? <laughs> like, arrows of, are my thing. A lot of Batman analogs. Yeah. Have we been talking about Batman for 30 minutes now? Lego 35 Batman. minutes. Ooh. Although really only like 25 because we spent 10 minutes about Dark Knight Rises. Oh, okay. Or on Fair the enough. Dark Knight Rises. But no, like I said, 35 minutes on Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, go see it. It's fantastic. It's, it's worth really seeing in the theater. Good film. I wanted to see John Wick 2 before we did this, I guess. But Ooh, we can... I want to go. Oh, you're working tomorrow. Yeah. I want to go see that. I, yeah, well, you haven't seen the first one, because so, I was like, Jojo, which one do you want to see? And he's like, Lego Batman, I guess. And I was <laughs> like, if you had seen John Wick 1, you'd probably even, be like, we need to see John Wick I haven't Wick. even seen John Wick, the original, oh, but so good. Uh, I heard, from what some people told me, like, it was dumb, it didn't even have a plot. I'm fine with that. It doesn't need a but, plot. But no, it, was but like, it does have a but plot. But no, they were the same people that complained to me about shoot 'em up. They're like, shoot 'em up didn't make any sense. It was just no, Clive Owen killing people. This like, has I'm way down. more plot than that stupid movie. Well, That's wasn't not... the plot Shoot'em of John, wasn't plot. the basic plot of John Wick somebody steals Keanu Reeves' dog and he goes to find him and kill him? Uh, okay, spoilers for John Wick. So his there's this whole thing. In, there's like this thing in the beginning where they sort of establish that he's an assassin. I think I forget. But they have this thing where, like, he has his wife, she gets cancer, and then she has cancer, she gets him a dog before she dies. Okay. It's like, a, I remember me, here's a dog, you know, I mean, I'm dead, sucks, but, like, here's you know, it's really cry sweet. About in eight more years. It's so much sweeter and, like, such a, a great way to start this, like, it's such a weird way to start a movie that's just balls-to-the-wall action for the rest of it. It's like, and it really, it's one of the reasons why that movie's so good, I think, is because it establishes this emotional core for you, like, early on. And then he has this cute little puppy. And then these assholes. So, like, it's this gangster has a son who's, like, a douchey gangster son. Of course. And for some... I forget I forget what, what happens, but for some reason, he comes to Keanu Reeves' house and he doesn't know, like, that he's this badass. But I think he sort of knows, but he doesn't have any idea, like, how bad it is. Yeah. yeah. And he steals a bunch of shit. He beats him up. He... He, I think he beats him up, he steals a bunch of shit, he breaks his house up, and then he murders the dog. Oh. oh. So the dog gets murdered, and then that's, like... Because it was, like, his wife's cancer dog, like, you know, he goes after and he just kills all the fucking gangsters. Like, he kills the son, his friends, the dad, the dad's friends. Like, he does not stop. He murders everyone. And it looks, like, action scenes are beautifully filmed. The choreography is amazing. He uses every weapon. He's, uh, that's probably my stupid neighbor who's fucking loud as shit over there. She plays music all the time. It's really annoying. You guys probably can't hear. Anyways... Oh, God, they're so annoying. And uh, so it's just like this badass, like, it almost feels like it's going too long, but every scene is so cool. And I don't know if some of you have probably seen this, all three of you who are listening. There's, on Facebook, <laughs> there's videos that go around sometimes of Keanu Reeves at gun ranges where he's just, like, like systematically, like, destroying all the targets. And he did all this insane training for both of these he movies. He always does that for whatever he's yeah. in. That's pretty cool. Keanu he's Reeves a really is, cool dude. I don't know why he gets so much flack. I like him. He's just not, he's a wooden actor, but it doesn't matter. Oh, like, yeah, he like, does, well, any, he, any time there's a movie where, like, we need a guy with no personality, I'm like, yeah. he better, like, pick Keanu. I almost kind of like his cold, like, oh, I'm a lone warrior. Like, it works thing. in some roles. Some movies, yeah. it's like, he should not have been in this, but, like, Constantine, uh, Perfect, yeah. The Matrix John Wick, is I heard, fine. Eh, we, we don't need to talk about The Matrix. He's uh, perfect Matrix in John Wick, though. Matrix 1 was fine. Matrix that was, 2 yeah, they didn't, those movies shouldn't have been made. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, like John Wick seemed like the perfect movie for him, where it's like you don't need to talk much; you just need to be like disgruntled and shoot yep. people. Yeah, that's and that's what the whole movie is. Yeah. Uh, if you can check it out, watch it, and then I'm gonna see the. Second I think it's one on HBO then. Go. It's like I mean, it's as good of an action movie as The Raid is. It's like up there. Okay. Have you seen The Raid? I've not seen The Raid. Is that a movie about people playing World of Warcraft? No. <laughs> sure. It's uh, it's that a... joke was better than you guys gave it credit for. <laughs> eh, no. <laughs> it's a it's it's a movie. It's by a British director, but it's set in all and stars like all Thai actors, I think. And it's like a police force. Have you seen the movie Dread 3D? It's it's that's, that's the new Judge Dread movie. Yeah, yeah they, I saw that. They took Carl Orban? that plot is the plot of the raid. It's oh, like okay. they go into the like this police, except it's instead of like two cops, it's like a whole squad, uh-huh. and they go into this building to get this gangster, and they have to go level by level and kick the shit out of all of them. And it's just, like, the most brutal, crazy action scenes with, like, guns and axes and, like, fucking, like, police sticks. It's it just awesome. breaking bones. It's so cool. And there's, like, three of them now, and I haven't seen the second or third one. But, uh, yeah. If you've seen Judge Dredd, it's, like, the same thing except not a, like, not in the future and not with yeah. Carl Urban. Yeah. Um, but. Coral. 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 So, uh, action movies you've got to see. I kind of wish I had those so I could... I want to watch one of them right now. I think, I think it might be on HBO Go. I think I'm going to watch that when I go home. John Wick? Yeah, I think it is. It was when I watched it the first time, but that was like a year ago. Oh, so. I hope they didn't take it I'm off. I'm sure it's still up there. They, yeah, well, John we'll see. John Wick 2 out, I'm sure they yeah, I'm going to yes, check right now, up. actually. Sure. Uh, I don't know. So, we have... Well, we've been going like 40. Let's... Yeah, I don't know. We could take a minute. We can call that an episode. He's so tired. Look at him. I don't know. I'm tired. Yeah. Okay, well, real quick, do we want to talk about anything we've done recently cool, like comedy-wise? I don't know. I want to uh, switch up the podcast, what it is, sort of a hangout sometimes. I mean, did you guys do any shows in the last week? I went to Vegas. And you went to Vegas? How was Vegas? Uh, it was, it's lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't as bad as did the you, last you... time I was there, because, so I drove there to do this thing called the World Series of Comedy. They do satellite events all year, and then there's a main event in Vegas at the end of the year. And what happened was, like... This satellite was supposed to be all female comics, but they didn't have enough sign up, so they really? opened it to Just everyone. Really, female comics sign up? Wow, that's insane. They yeah. usually start reaching out when they can't get enough people to just apply. That's surprising. Yeah, so they opened it to everyone. So I don't know if that's why I got in, but I got in. I got to go do it, and I had a good set, but I didn't move on. And uh, oh, cool! I want to see that. What the fuck too. is this? Is it a TV show? No, Legend of Tarzan. There's a movie that came out last year that no one liked. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, cool. That's yeah. why. That's why. Anyway, <laughs> search for John Wick. Uh, let's go to Jay. They really are searching through HBO Go. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Oh, Jackie Brown's on here. That's good to know. Uh, they don't have it. They have John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> that how ballsy do you have to be to like every movie is yours in the title? Oh, and they've got Brendan Fraser's Journey to the Center of the Earth. Uh, Ghost of Mars is a pretty good. Canistrate. Can I stream it? Dot oh, so you can search for whatever. oh dot it. Can okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, John... so you, so you went to Vegas. Uh, yeah, and I not got not enough people signed up. How'd it go? Well, I mean, there was enough once they opened it up. But well, anyway, okay, yeah. So there's like, yeah, I think there'd be like eleven or twelve comics on the show, I think. And then it was just weird because, like, I'm not saying that I, I mean, there's a lot of us that could have moved on, especially based on who won. I was like, well, it was anyone's game, except for the guy who went first, like, or who got first. He was like legitimately the funniest. He had the best set of the night. Mm-hmm. But the other two people that moved on, I was like. Uh, they didn't have great sets, uh, especially compared to a couple other people. Welcome I don't to know comedy if... competitions. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just one of those things. Wow. Uh, it None. Okay, that's bullshit. 
Uh, we'll Google, figure this out. Just you Google guys... John Wick. Okay, anyway, sorry. Continue with your story. Uh, streaming. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it was, it was. I had fun. It was a good set that I had, and I felt good about it. Good. But then I got to meet some comics. It was cool. Like there's this one, this guy Sharoop Kareem from Chicago. Yeah. He was cool. I hung out with him the next night also, and we got drunk and just hung out, and then. Uh, he met a lady friend, and I don't know if Ooh. he... I don't think he has a girlfriend. I don't know. He, no one's going to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so he, that was cool for him. And then uh, I kind of walked around Fremont Street. I saw a naked 80-year-old woman just wandering around Fremont Street. She was basically just wearing, like, like rainbow strings. It was weird. Like, she was covering... Where? She covered her, her, her vulva area, <laughs> if you want to use a weird word. Nice. And then, like... Pubis, it's called. Pubis, yeah. Her mons. <laughs> Mons pubises, and uh, <laughs> and then she had like these weird like rainbow strings like tassels all over like but only like three of them. I can't. I, I couldn't like. I didn't want to take a full mental picture. But you did. <laughs> Clearly, it's kind of cloudy on purpose. But it was weird. No, like, that's she just didn't the wrinkles. Any, like she didn't have really like she had like no boobs. And then someone was joking like, "Well, when you're old, they're, they shrink up." And I'm like. No, they sag. Like, there was just none. And I was like, maybe it was a man, and I didn't know. <laughs> anyway, it was weird. Anyways. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And uh, then I, yeah, I just hung out. I went to the strip and walked around. And then it was just lonely the last night, and I watched South Park in my hotel room, and I went to the gym at the hotel. And I, cause what it, a like, weird vacation. <laughs> it is. And it's like, honestly, like, Vegas is such a weird place to hang out in because if you're alone... You think, like, there's so much to do there, but there isn't. Because all there is to do there is expensive shows, eating food, and gamble. gambling. And, like, unless you – if you don't want to gamble, like, 90% of what's there is not – Drugs. Yeah, drugs, yeah, gambling, no. or, like – Yeah, I know, hookers, but, like, you, you could go, go to, go to strip club. do drugs. All those things are horrible money holes that I'm not interested in, so I was just, the like – The strip club thing I never understood, because those are all things you could do somewhere close to your hometown. And I'm sure prostitutes are, like, being referred to as horrible money holes. High five. High five. That was a good joke. Uh, uh, yeah, so – They're very lovely people, but still money holes. Yes. The funny – the moral of the story, which I – I mean, it's like I put myself in the situation again because this sort of happened when I went before with my friend Jr. Yeah, is like, like there was times where he was doing something, so I was alone, and even when we were hanging out, it was like this is kind of lonely. <laughs> like, so it's just weird because, like, if you go to Vegas, unless you're like this weird social butterfly person, you need to like bring friends so you have yeah. a plan, and like it's fun to get drunk there and hang out and go to clubs and stuff, but you need to go with your friends otherwise it's gonna be lame Ugh. that's my advice for vegas if you're gonna gamble too i mean whatever that then you'll have fun because that's what you meant to do but yeah i uh that's oh and i did an open mic there in the saddest grossest bar i'm sure it's not even close to the worst one but it was just like it was just like dingy and then you can smoke everywhere there so yeah, that's gross. the entire inside was like vaguely hazy and i started getting sick from like inhaling all mm -hmm. the secondhand smoke but well the air is stale yeah it's so gross. like i'm a smoker and i hate smoking indoors i think it's the grossest thing yeah it was awful and i the the host of the open mic his name was devin sheffield super nice guy uh he got super drunk by the end of the night it was hilarious like so the this mic you're supposed to like whoever has the best set wins like a 25 five dollar gift card to this bar and he was like, well, since you guys aren't from around here, because I, I went with Sharoop to do this. Uh, and uh, so he let 
So a local headliner had the best set. She won the $25 gift card. Uh, what was her name? Jocelyn. I forget her last name. I'm sorry, Jocelyn. You were hilarious. And uh, super nice, too. And uh, and then, so it was like between Sharoop and I, and then this other local comic, Tyler Jolly. And we got on stage, and it was to win a bottle of wine. Like a shitty Merlot. It was, it's great. It's awesome. And so, like... I thought, he's like, all right, we're going to have a joke off between the three of you. And he's, like, super drunk at this point. Probably didn't even remember most of it. And he was like, all right, instead of asking us to do, like, a one-liner from our act, he was like, I'm going to get a subject from the crowd. And then someone was like, farts. And he's like, okay, guys, do a fart joke. So they just make something up. Wow. Yeah. And so, like, Sharoop, I forget what he said. And then I went up and I said, I already told JoJo this, I think, but I said something like, Oh, I, uh, one time I farted so, uh, my fart smelled so bad that a bee died from the sound of it. <laughs> like, so see, dumb. it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's no. a weird non sequitur. Yeah. yeah, and then, and then it's I don't know what dumb. Tyler said either. And then he was like, Luke Sullen wins. And I was like, I won something. There you go. <laughs> you like, want to weigh a winner from Vegas. <laughs> Coming out of head. <laughs> one bottle of wine. Yeah. Well, a so, little mini bottle, but it's still a bottle of wine. That's cool. Yeah. Fuck it. It was great. You and then some I, stories out of it? Yeah. Did you do your Vegas joke while you were down there? I did. And I, How'd it go? I wanted, if I had more time during my set, I would have commented on it. Because I wanted to be like, this is the first time I got to do that joke in Vegas. See, I thought you, I thought you would have said something like my well, girlfriend and I, like, like, like this was like really a secondary thing. I mean, really, my girlfriend and I came to have the baby. Oh, yeah, no. I would have worked into your set or something. All I did was change the wording. Because usually I say what happens there stays there. So the, the joke... Because you guys don't know. You know what? Fuck you. Don't go watch my YouTube video. <laughs> I'm not giving that joke. That's one of my best jokes. Or it works. It works all the time. I don't know if it's a good joke. It's a good right. joke. Fuck you. So <laughs> yeah, so surly. You're defending yourself to the. I, don't know. I know. Do you really think I'm, it's a good I joke? Think my, <laughs> I think my tiredness is affecting me too, just in a different way. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was fun. It was great. I had a good time. Recommend it, Vegas. Check it out with a friend. <laughs> Uh yeah, did you guys have anything cool you want to talk about? Any Jojo, shows? You said nothing. You went to Arcata. No, I was I was in or, uh, Redway. Sorry, Redway, I went to Arcata. Lovely Redway, California. If you don't know where it is, Google Redway, California. It's right next to Garberville, which was that was probably I knew it was going to be a good start because I got to Garberville and I was trying to text a friend, telling him I was in Garberville, but my phone instantly corrected Garberville to Garbage Village, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was so. It's forever Garbage Village. It's a very small, beautiful town, but uh. Yeah, it was fun. I went up with Johnny Taylor. Uh, it's like a four-hour drive, and we got there, and uh, people kept talking about bad weather. So, like, it, we were in this, like, this huge theater. Well, not huge theater, uh, but it was, it was a big theater. It, for, like, standing room only, it could uh, house up to 800 people. With the seating they had, it was supposed to fit, like, 300. And, like, two-tier. So, 17 people showed up, and uh, it, was, it was very interesting. It was fun. Because, like, I barely even did my set. Like, I think three minutes of my set were devoted to talking about how there were two stools on stage and they were, they were different sizes. Uh, <laughs> like, seriously, it was getting, like, way better laughs than my jokes. I was like, I'll just keep going with this. And then I started talking to them They're about it. They were the same, uh, but different. No, it wasn't, what? like, signed. I know, I know. It was, like, seriously, like, I stopped during the middle of a joke because I knew it wasn't going to go well. And I just looked back and forth at one stool and the other. And people just started busting up laughing. I was like, this is the kind of night we're going to have. Yeah. And then for, like, three minutes I talked with them about how their town felt like the beginning of a Stephen King novel. 
<laughs> these two amateur comedians show up to a show where it's supposed to be this huge sold out crowd but like 17 people showed up and it's in this big rustic looking theater and it was like really dark inside and, and then I was like, I was a like, car that wants to kill everyone <laughs> sitting in the no, back that's what I started like that's why I just talked to them about that because I was like I feel like like, like, like the lights are going to go out we're going to hear idling? a scream and then one of us is going to have to rise to the occasion and become the leader of this group and we're going to have to find out what monster is stalking us and then we were all just trying to pick what kind of monster was going to be stalking us <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was, and then we went and we hung out with Ivy, uh, Ivy Vasquez. Vasquez. Yeah. Uh, we were, yeah, you guys were hanging out there yeah, the she, week before. She's got a lot of couches, so she lets comics stay out. Big, big comfy couches. In we the, left. the Humboldt area. Yeah, we left at like 3.30 in the morning, got back at like almost 5, and then the <laughs> next day, uh, oh, that was the other thing. So like we had stopped, like we were driving through like the Clear Lake area, and we stopped in this place called Clear Lake Oaks, which is a city apparently. And there's a lot of places. Up so there we, like we that. show up to the like like we were both hungry, so we stop at this restaurant that was called Country Kitchen, and we were both like, "Sounds bomb, let's go in." And yeah, no. So this was the funny. So we walk, so we read Country Kitchen, and we go in, and it's a Mexican restaurant. Whoa! And but I was like, Different "Hey, to be fair, yeah, that's exactly." I was like, "To be fair, they didn't say which country." But we're going through, and they've I got. I give a bit there if you want it. I, I yeah, I was gonna think about, it, but the point so. We're looking, and like neither of us had eaten breakfast. It was like one in the afternoon, and we saw they had biscuits and gravy. We're both like, "Fuck yes, let's get biscuits and gravy." And the lady's like, "It's a little late for breakfast, boys." We're like, "You're not McDonald's. (laughs) Like you can't." And McDonald's serves breakfast all day now. You can't just put that. But so we didn't get that. So the next day, we're kind of hungover, and there's a cafe. There was like this little restaurant right down from the hotel. So we go there for breakfast, and we see biscuits and gravy. And we're like, fuck, yes, we're finally going to get biscuits and gravy. And we both order, and the lady goes, oh, we're all out of biscuits and gravy. Uh. Like, what the fuck is happening on this trip? Anyway, it was just a little. But, yeah, the next night we were in Chico at uh, Duffy's Tavern with, uh, man, there was Becky Lynn was on the show, too, Shahara, uh, and then a couple Chico comics. Rachel Myers was hosting, did, like, a fantastic job. I don't know if you guys have been to Duffy's, but it's, like, this little bar that like it, so. it safely seats like forty, and there were like eighty people in there or ninety. Oh, it was that's packed. the best! It was packed. Well, my it, it was like it was great because they had me go up first because when they don't know you, that's what they do. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Rachel like she got the room going, and then I went up, and it was like it was fucking awesome. Like the energy was really high in the room. I got to riff with them a little bit and have some fun, and like I only did like six minutes, which was perfect because they started getting rowdy, but. Like, the energy was so high in the room, and then the girl that went up after me had no energy whatsoever, so it just died. Uh, <laughs> and it felt so bad, because me and Johnny were sitting in the back, like, this is going to suck for the next three comics. Well, did, how did Johnny, like, was he able to rein them in, or anyone else? You know, else? that was, like, I was watching most of Johnny's set. There were a lot of people, so I was kind of having a panic attack, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but, like, he would have them, and they were listening, but there were just so many people in the bar, like, everybody was having side conversations. Uh, so it almost seemed like the comedy show was the second reason that they were there. Yeah. But Johnny just went through his set, and he was getting laughs the entire way through. He was doing great. It was just odd to, like, watch him, but then be looking over, and, like, people aren't paying attention, but they're also laughing at him. How yeah. long was his set? He did, like, 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Because yeah. when we went up to Arcada, Alfonso's set was, like, 40 or 45 and, yeah. like, for a bar, even it, it wasn't full like that, but it, it had, like, the bar was full, but not, like, overpopulated yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I could tell, like, it was hard for them in a bar situation to sit and watch, like, because there was, like, it's five, a, there was, like, seven, six or seven comics on the oh, show. Oh, before that? So it was, like, a two, over two-hour show? There was a host who probably did five, then there were two locals who did five, and then me, and then Jason B., and then Alfonso. Okay, that's And a me lot and of... Jason both did 15. 
and that's then a long fucking. Time. So that's like yeah, a, yeah, and then Hafasa did like two hours. Five. So yeah, yeah that could I, be rough. He had some trouble, like just like they were just kind of tired. I don't know, but he did a great job. I'm not saying so he didn't do good, but the, when we were at the uh, oh, it was called the uh, Matisse Matisse Community Theater in mm-hmm. Redway. Mm-hmm. But so there were there were only like 17 people there, and. Like, the guy wanted to cancel the show, and we're like, well, you're going to pay us anyway. So, like, we drove four hours, let's just fucking do it. Yeah. And Johnny was like, I'm supposed to do 40, but I'm only I'm only going to do 20. And he ended up doing 40 anyway, because his whole set was like, he would get the audience on on track with him, and then he would say one thing, and everybody would go, nope, in like the next five minutes were him getting them back onto his side. Okay. This happened like five was it, times. like political stuff? No, it was just things that they didn't like. Like, Weird. he would say something that they just didn't like, and it was like, they were funny. Funny jokes, but they just didn't like him. Like, so, oh, we all wear Ed Hardy shirts. How dare you? Yeah, no, it, was just, <laughs> no, it wasn't like like the the sexting one with like like the girl like was like I can't believe I showed you my butthole. Like, oh, now they can my friends. Oh, like they yeah, were yeah. all like, nope on that That's one. And like so there was weird. like five minutes of like him like getting them back on his side. It was really interesting to watch huh. that he because he was like, so what I do like twenty five? Like, no, you did forty, man. <laughs> That's funny. Inter- yeah, <laughs> I was just it was say, really interesting tired. to watch because like I just abandoned my set at one point because I was like, it doesn't matter what I do, they're not really liking jokes. They just want to be talked to, yeah. or they want to talk with you. That can so be I frustrating because you're like, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's fun when you just start talking with them and like they're just having a good time talking with a dude with a microphone. It's like fuck it, if you're enjoying yourself, I don't care. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you want that, I'm just saying like. Maybe oh, but it was like, frustrating. I want to do this joke I, and yeah, try it I had been working on a bunch of material for that weekend, so I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go try out these jokes. And, and you got this big crowd, and you're like, I can't wait to see all these new jokes do oh, in no, front of yeah. a real crowd. And well, then... So, and then I didn't even get to do that in Chico because I thought I was doing ten, and they they said I was doing five. So I was like, well, I'm just gonna do my fire five then. Yeah, like I know what I'm doing. Fire five. Yeah. My favorite so. web browser. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, so it was, overall, was it was tired. a really fun weekend. We were going to stay in Chico, and we decided not to, and I'm really glad that we didn't, because in the morning I woke up, and I saw that they were doing the evacuation stuff. So, oh, for the Because they were flooding. evacuing Oroville, yeah, and we flooding, were coming yeah. down 99, so we would have gotten stuck in that shit. I was like, what are you talking not about? That, California's not, being destroyed by water. Yeah, not that I'm trying to be like, oh, uh, fuck the people that were stuck in the flood thing. I'm just saying, like, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Cool. Did you want to contribute anything, JoJo? To yeah, the show's coming. You're doing the, uh, you're doing the, the Empire comics anytime soon. Oh no, uh, we're, well, I meant like things you've done recently. Oh, okay. Then we'll nothing, do plugs. Nothing news happened. I went, I've listened through all my uh, let's play footage that I have so far, and it's all good. Sweet. So everything's on track. Mm. Are you gonna like cut a lot or just no? Oh, okay. Oh, you're just gonna <laughs> cut it into episodes and just let it run? I mean, that's not how I figured. I cut it. Uh, you know, it's. T- uh, 10 minute, about 10 to 12 minute episodes. That sounds right. Like two a day. That's probably like the attention span of most people that want to watch a Let's Play. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can put it in the playlist so that they can keep watching if it's start. Right. Yeah. Yep. Cool, That's cool, cool. Yeah, it should, should be fine. All right. Well, that was about an hour. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. That I, call that an episode. That's an episode. JoJo, where do we find you on the internet? Twitter at Bucky Gums. Follow me. I say funny things. Do you want to plug any shows? Uh, Nothing coming up. Okay. Mark. Uh, find me on Twitter at Mark J. Berg. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Just Google Mark Berg. Uh, we'll have a link in the show notes. Yeah, I do that I'll all have the to time. find the exact link. Um, what else do I do? Find me on PlayStation Network at Admiral Fail. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to watch me play Resident Evil 7, I mean, you're more than welcome to come watch. 
Uh, I've got chips. Uh, do you do I've Twitch? Got Zima. Uh, no, I don't. Have... <laughs> Wait, finish that. I was, looking, I was looking up where you could still find Zima. It's made I, in Japan. I thought they made they were bringing it back. They I are. I that's that. why I was. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I don't have in a America. Tw- they're bringing it back. They are. When? I in my dreams apparently. Crystal Pepsi came back. Why not Zima? They did. Because Zima was different. Anyway, point oh. is, um, <laughs> no, I don't have a Twitch yet. I've been, I've been fiddling it's around. It's so easy with to make just, it. Yeah, but I've just been fiddling around with the like letting people watch your PlayStation thing while you're on it. But do, like when you do Twitch, does it record your voice too? If you you can. Oh, then I totally need to do that because I think people will enjoy how much I scream when I play Resident Evil Seven. There, yeah. there are moments that I've been like, like I'll, I'll hit pause on the game. And I'll just pace back and forth saying, fuck this game for like two minutes while I prepare myself. Like, there was a point where I was. So the screen is just sitting there while you're yeah, like. Yeah, and you just shoot the screen. Like, fuck this game. Like, I know shit's gonna jump out at me. But it's still scaring me. Like, fuck, dude. Like, one of my neighbors actually caught me being. Like, I was leaving, and my neighbor was like, hey, man, have you been okay? I was like, oh, yeah, why? He was like, you've been yelling in a lot. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, sorry, playing Resident Evil. And I get very frustrated. Okay, so you need to make a Twitch channel because that's great. Okay, I'll do that when it's, I get It home. takes like two minutes and then you just link it through the share button or something like that. I figured it out. Okay. I played The Last of Us for like two hours one night and my the only person... Wa- there was like a couple people watching and they were like fuck, they were making fun of me because I was in a super hard part with all these clickers yeah. and I kept dying. Oh, yeah, it's a hard game. It is. It's a difficult game. It's so much fun though. Yeah. It was, yeah. Anyway, I think that's uh, like all you can find me on. I don't know what else I do. Do you have any live shows coming up? Um... No, I don't have anything booked right now. I, okay. Yeah. Uh, no. All right. Well, you can find me at Epic Tiki Comedy on Twitter, at Epic Tiki on Instagram, Luke Soin on Facebook. Uh, please go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Epic Tiki Comedy. Tell your friends because we would like views. Uh, and I will be – I have nothing the rest of the month. What do I – I feel like I have one coming up somewhere. Come Corey's on. Corey's birthday? What's that? Come on. It's my friend Corey's birthday. Oh, cool. Uh, Comedy Conch, March 29th, we're doing the same lineup because, uh, you assholes didn't show up. Hey, Not you guys. Don't be mean to your audience, man. Yeah, well, they all said they would come and they didn't come. You you lovely people had prior engagements and we understand. And it was raining and it's so wet and cold outside. And then, uh... (laughs) On March 31st, I'm doing a show in San Jose with Noah Gain and Mike Bencourt. Oh, no I don't way. know what show it is, but you guys have Noah Gain's show, so I don't know what it's, I just don't know what it's Crow's called. Crow's Nest? Or is that, I, oh, I'm not sure. Okay. Whatever show he has that he does in San Jose. I'm excited, though. It's be oh, I was thinking Santa Cruz. I'm dumb. Oh, no, yeah, San yeah. Jose. Uh, so, yeah, you guys. You guys are at the SAP Center. The, the what? I'm joking. Oh, okay, sorry. The SAP Center is where the Sharks play hockey. Okay. Jojo needs to leave. His eyes are closing. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, hopefully. Bye, guys. Hello. Bye. Bye. I said hello. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)